0: ...talking about elements that build a nation. And Truth Has To Be Told, it's been a very, very expository series, and it's a powerful one. And I pray God blesses you as you listen. And you can call us up at any point in time, and don't forget by the 10 o'clock hour, we'll get a chance to, you know, talk about things happening in our society today. Real quickly, the place of truth in every society That's an element of nation building. The place of truth in any society. You see, for you to be able to build a nation and build a society, there is a place of the truth. And what is the truth? The truth is the truth. It is the factual representation of what is occurring in the society be it good or bad. What you see for every society, there are people that constantly fight for the soul of society. And when they fight for the soul of society, they want to always dominate the narrative of what represents the truth in a society. Underline that word. And you see, for further reading on this uh, segment, you can go and read The Road to Sefdom by Hayek. It's a very powerful, expository book. So, the truth of the matter is in building a society and the road to nationhood, there's a stranglehold for the truth. And people will do anything to fight for the position of the truth. But it's incumbent on you to not be deceived on what the truth is. You see, in a bid to be able to manipulate your understanding of what the truth is, the first thing people deliberately do, or some people that want to strangle the society, they take away the capacity for discernment We come from education. And that's why I go and look, the very first thing most people try to take away is the weaponized ignorance and they weaponized poverty. and they try to blacklist people that point out the weaponization of ignorance and poverty in every society. Go and see it, go and check. There are many nations to that effect. They weaponize poverty because they know that you can't demand that level of accountability if your standards are poor or low. People also weaponize ignorance. Because they know that if your standards are poor and low, you can't be able to demand that level of accountability. And this is done deliberately. And trust me, it is deliberately done as a chain reaction to take away the factual evidence of what the truth is from every society. And no matter how much people try, it doesn't negate the fact that what the truth is, is the truth, and remains the truth. But a lot of people will try as much as possible to also now manipulate you on that capacity of what the truth is. Because you see, in the struggle for a nation's soul, those that oppress other people always think of their ideals and how they perpetrate their ideals. Those that oppress other people only think of their ideals and how they perpetrate their ideals. See, this message is going to be one of the most important messages you ever listen to. always about their ideals and how they perpetrate their ideals, but an ideal of a select group of people does not necessarily mean a societally beneficial ideal an ideal of a select group of people does not necessarily mean a societally beneficial ideal an ideal of a select group of people is based At a point, at an inflection point of what benefits themselves and how they can use the paraphernalia of society to be able to upgrade themselves. So, in balancing out a society, there is the fight for what determines the truth. And trust me, the very first thing a man of ideal would do is he will lie to defend his own ideal rather than the collective good of every societal development. So he doesn't care about the collective development of every society. What he cares about is to perpetrate his own ideals, which are really about him. And when he does that, every other person we we'll have to bow to him. So there is a constant fight for the truth. So there's a clear case of gaslighting and tell you people telling you things that happened never happened. As it is represented everywhere. When Donald Trump did his inauguration in America and they said there was no crowd. He propounded something called alternative facts. He propounded something called alternative facts. Kelly Ann Conway, his spokesperson, said it is alternative facts. The truth is the truth, but you see, there's going to be a stranglehold for what determines the truth in society because everybody especially those that are not in your collective interest, also want to have the monopoly of the truth. And people, they don't say it like that, they will assassinate their character, and that's why I'm not surprised that there's a deliberate attempt to assassinate my own character. But I don't care, because everything I say to you is as a result of the injunction and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. A man that would do anything for his ideals will assassinate others' characters. Because why? He wants to always tell you that he is the one you should believe. Because he wants to condition what you believe for his own personal benefits and gains. So for every society, there's a struggle for what determines the truth. And you see, every nation of the world are going through these struggles. Is it not Hitler and the lights of his propaganda machine and gobbles that started to determine what was the truth in Germany and said it was acceptable to kill Jewish people? Look at the likes of uh, Hitler's mentor. Hitler had a mentor. Dietrich, um, I forget his name now. I'll I'll get his name, Dietrich. I'll I'll get his name out. i just Google his name out. Dietrich something, Dietrich uh, Hackett. Yeah, Dietrich Hackett. So it was because the likes of Dietrich Hackett putting this indoctrination in this young Adolf Hitler that made him do all the things he did because they feel that their ideological slant of going against the truth that you must have an inclusive society should be about terminating the Jews. So for every society, there's going to be a fight for the truth and what constitutes the truth. And you see, people that want to fight for this, they will fight for it ruthlessly with anything. The first thing they do for their own ideals, not necessarily the ideals of everybody or collective development, is to lie about their ideals. So when people come in and presently lie and say, oh, something that happened did not happen, we should be able to see them for what they are. And secondly, they will assassinate the character of other people that upholds the truth because you see the truth is the truth there are no sides to it but once people try to second guess your mindset about what constitutes the truth then it's always for their own ideal see a lot of you This message will not mean anything to you now, but in the coming days, you will understand the role the truth plays in every society. People will do anything to challenge the truth. They will build big media empires to be able to challenge the capacity of the truth. They will manipulate others, and they will have the money to buy the paraphernalia. To challenge the truth, even institutions that are supposed to uphold the truth will also be suspect, and it's not always been. It's always been the case. Look at America, for instance. Proud to, former president of America, demanding some level of accountability. Roosevelt, Hayes. Every institution was led by what they call spoils men. People that their own political spoils was to be able to take political positions. Kenny P, I see you. Stephen Pantfiner, I see you. Femi Adiola, I see you. Uro Sehagi, I see you. Stephen Pantfiner, I see you. Thank you guys so much. A lot of people, you can join us on YouTube live. Impact will refer us on YouTube live. Powerful. So people will fight for this understanding of what the truth is. And they will use every paraphernalia to recruit you for their own personal ideals that is against your whims and caprices. Do not forget that it is about their own incumbent capacity and capability, not really about you. And when you fall for them, they will turn the truth on its head and turn it into a lie. They will tell you that what happened before your eyes did not happen. That's another concept of fighting the truth called gaslighting. Evidences will be removed and you will be told, show me the evidence. So, In the fight for the soul of the society, there is an incumbent fight for the capacity of what the truth is. And those that stand up for it. But because the oppressors have their own ideas, they will character assassinate those that stand up for it. They will discredit. They will use all forms of coercion to be able to make their truth not truth enough. Because, you see, one of the fundamental points in every society will be about who wins the truth argument, who wins the moral argument, and in most cases it is the man that can pay for the loudest vuvuzela, which is the media, that wins the moral argument. And when they see that there are voices rising up for the independence of the truth, they try to stifle those voices. And in fact, they will use regulatory authorities to try to fight those voices. When people tell the truth on the radio, they say, no, you have no right to say it. When people tell the truth on the television, they say, no. They will say you are not professional. They will say you are too emotional. They will say don't talk. They will say you should expouse the concept of neutrality when neutrality itself is a farce. When you objectively speak the truth, they will say no, be neutral. When they are saying please be neutral, it means that they want you to lie. When they are saying please be balanced, it means that they want you to lie. Because when you say, okay, give me the balanced argument to the fact that a man killing another human being is wrong, they will say, yeah, maybe he provoked him. But is that the balanced argument? What is the logical, cut-through conversation that a man killing another human being is wrong? So, In the coming days, you will see a clear attempt to take the truth away. In fact, the truth will be kidnapped, and they will ask you to negotiate for the freedom of the truth, and a lot of people will fall for it. Why? Because, hitherto, there's been a weaponization of poverty and weaponization of ignorance. And let me tell you, see, sources will always abound that gives you empirical facts. But most importantly, it is a trained mind that can discern the truth for themselves. And that's why you should be circumspect in the coming days. And that's the every word that goes up in society. Have you ever wondered? Hitler hardly met most of the soldiers that fought for him. But it was through a radio means he spoke to millions of them. And he decided to kill for an ideal that was his own personal ideal. So when you see these acts, do not be deceived. A lot of them will come, they will abuse, they will discredit, they will, but it doesn't nullify what the truth is, Is the truth. It doesn't nullify the truth. And you see, tons of people in every society are so scared of the capacity of what the truth is. So they do everything to fight it. And it is always about the highest bidder. It's about how well people can be paid. It's about how well mindsets and be shaped. But when you look at the grand plan, it is always about the ideals of a few, not a collective ideal. But a part of the conversation that a lot of people fail to realize is that most of the time, if you do not educate yourself and educate your mind, you will be lost in the quandary of what becomes the truth. Just like we build a a society that some people have constantly started to tell us now that being a yahu boy is no big deal. But you forget that in a hurry, our society used to be a society of integrity. But because people have tried to change the narrative, And so-called yahoo yahoo boy and criminal fraudulent people are the ones being celebrated in society because of money. So once we do that, we start to change the society. And that's why you see that there is a brazen confidence for people to have association of mothers of yahoo boys in our society. And you know why this has become obvious? Because there's been a weaponization of poverty. And there's been a systemic destruction of capacities. And once that happens, a lot of people start to subject themselves to the whims and caprices of who has the highest vuvuzela. And they blow it. So, I am not surprised All I'm just doing is opening your eyes to it. Because it's not only here it happens, it happens everywhere. The first struggle for what becomes a society is the struggle for what becomes the truth. The truth is backed up by facts and evidence. And let me tell you something. Interests are even deeper than political parties. It is a delusion for you to think that select interests is subservient to political parties. I think in a matter of time, you'll get to understand that. But that does not take away The fact that there's a fight for what is right. Just like the narrative of corruption has been pushed so much now, that you know, currently today in Nigerian society, there's a normalization of corruption. And it's so bad that if you go to a public office and you don't steal money, it's your own family members that would abuse you and say you're stupid. You don't see what your mates do for them but that doesn't make corruption right. That narrative is not true, but today they've been able to skew that narrative. Why? Because that same corrupt person can give anybody money to shut up their mouth. And truly, they say every man has a price. If you have a price, that means you never had value in the first place. If you have a price, that means you never have value in the first place. I think your capacity should be that of a priceless person. If you have a price, that means you never had value in the first place because true value is priceless. So, the fight for the truth is a fight every society will have to fight for. There will be custodians, and there will be barbarians at the gates. In every society, in the fight for what is true, there will be custodians, and there will be barbarians at the gates. There will be barbarians at the gates. Yes. And they'll be waiting. So the question is: Would you have the discernment to know a, a, enough to know the difference between the custodians and the barbarians and the gates? And let me tell you one thing about what the barbarians at the gates of truth always do: They are the ones that act as the custodians the most. They are the ones that are quick to say others do not know the truth. In fact, they are the ones that can even use the regulatory agency to regulate what the truth is. In fact, they are the ones. And you see, another example of what the barbarians at the gates do, they are the ones that play the pick and choose the most. If the narrative suits them, it's a good narrative. If it doesn't suit them, it's a bad narrative. So the same rufai that a lot of them are criticizing today, is the same rufai that they will take his video when he interviews a Labour Party deputy governorship candidate And start to trend it and say, yes, Rufai is a good journalist. But where Rufai asks that same question from their own candidates, it becomes problematic. So that's the pick and choose analogy. They're the ones that call you bias. But when you say narrative that suits them, they pick and choose. I am not surprised at character assassination. As long as you're on the path of telling the truth, I expect my character to be maligned even more. I expect it, I'm not surprised. It will only happen even more. But it's not gonna stop me. So be careful. Because in the coming days, you will see it. And please, all these things I'm trying to take, don't take my word for it. Just be a very good silent observer and you will see it play out. I have never come to tell you that I have all the truth, but observe it and you will see it play out. It is the lies we exalt in this country you know something is a lie then you venerate and worship it even the religious bodies are not left out sometimes anyway I'm not judge of anybody but I think we need to ask ourselves clear questions I hope there are not many pastors out there that God will not ask that I send you message but you see the God the thing about our God is a democratic God So the truth will be attacked. They will attack people. But you see, the most important thing about every society is the growth of that society. And we forget in a hurry that we are bought a passing phase in every society. I can't live forever. The best we can do is to inspire the next generation with the works we do. And the question is, how can we make the society better than we met it? Because that's the most important question every generation will be asked. How can this society be better than we left it? And is it the best possible solutions to the problem of the society we are given? I, for once, I don't care any political party that gives a solution. All I want is the society should have the solutions to the problem. If the APC gives it, I will support them. If the PDP gives it, I will support them. If the Labour Party gives it, I will support them. If SDP gives it, I will support them. All I just want is for Nigeria to be able to compete effectively among the committee of nations and do well. And it is only the truth that can make our society do well. Because if we don't speak the truth, our society cannot do well. And I don't care so much for political party divides. I care for institutional developments. You see, because the reason We've even given up on our country. It's not really because of the politicians, it's because of the institutional corruption. I have interviewed many politicians that will tell you that who taught me how to be corrupt? The civil servants, civil service. So, I think in part of the truth is how we can make our institutions better, and how we should also understand that the best of us should also be able to go into our service institutions. So because when we look at it holistically, it's deeper than political lines. It's whoever tried to summon up his own ego that uses the elements. But the thing is, if institutions are strong, you can't just be able to use the elements of state for your own coercion. That was what Donald Trump realized. Most of the judgments were against him in court. And those are the understanding of states we need to understand. If the institutions are strong, then there's no problem. The electoral, the judiciary, every institution needs to be strong. And that's the context of the truth of every society. Because in the fight for the truth, we need to be able to extrapolate the conversation. When we do our pick-and-choose ideology, we also need to be able to challenge and introspect and say what is the collective developmental stride of the institutions as regards the nation. Because when we say we want political power, political power should just be overseers of hitherto to established institutions to run the nation. Because look at it, we complain about government and governance, we complain about one politician. Budgets every year, who who does this budget go to? Is it not the thousands of ministry and departments of government, MDAs? Who are those in those MDAs to execute those contracts? For the benefit of the people, are they not civil servants? So when the work is not done, who signs off on the contract? So until we start having a truth enough, so strong in society, that a civil servant will tell the politician that, see, the contract is not completed, sir, I can't sign it. And even if the politician says, okay, come and take $50,000, he says, no, sir, then the society will not work. And that's the truth. of what a lot of people are running away from in society. So they tell you the other narrative of a lie that, oh, Patricia is so powerful, we will remove you from your job. You see, that's the dichotomy. And that's why I tell you, there will always be barbarians at the gate. In fact, some of the time, the barbarians at the gates are us, the citizens. You know how we, the citizens, have become the barbarians at the gates? Because we've been given a lot of trickle-down false narrative that you can't challenge those in power. So we vehemently defend them when we even know what they are doing is wrong. So we, the citizens, sometimes, we become barbarians at the gates. We the citizens sometimes that don't even know anything about what is happening we become barbarians at the gate because of tribalism. You don't become objective enough and all you say is, oh, I will defend that person because it's from my tribe. You can see the controversy going on now about Lagos. When you hear some people sound off in the argument, they are just sounding off that way because they feel Oh, Yorubahood is threatened. But you see, like Bob Marley says, when would you emancipate yourself from mental slavery, none but ourselves can free our minds. So, we the people, Sometimes they ought to be custodians, largely most of the time. Because of our own selfish belief, sentimental belief, nepotistic outlook, tribal indoctrination, we become the barbarians at the gates. The tons of people that argue with you and abuse you when you try to tell them the truth, I can bet you they don't even have any political affiliation to the person they support. But probably because the person is from their own ethnic group, and that's just it. If you think I am lying, ask them what is written in the ideology of the person. What does the person stand for? That's when you see they start to, they, couldn't, they can't say anything. So, because of our bias, bigotry, outlook, we become barbarians at the gates. when we are supposed to become custodians of the society. You see, one of the biggest problems with the assault on the truth in Nigeria is that because of money, a lot of custodians have become barbarians at the gates. And a country where you have too many barbarians at the gates, it's just a matter of time before public discourse starts to die. And when public discourse dies, nepotism takes over. And let me tell you, it's already happening in Nigeria. And that's what Dwight Eisenhower said. That a nation that values privilege over purpose will soon lose both. In all of this, have the barbarians and the custodians even sat down? to ask, what is the purpose of Nigeria? What is it? What is it? But you see, society keeps going around these trickles. Because there's a fight for the truth, custodians are standing tall. Why barbarians also are standing tall because of for every reason shenanigans possible. But the barbarians forget that the long term effect of the activity on society will make the society barbaric. And when the society becomes barbaric, the barbarians are the ones that are quickest to say, no, this is bad. Or, in some cases, they go along as long as it favors them. But what the barbarians fail to realize is the fact that when society starts to go down, it haunts all of us. Are we not all paying the price for high inflation now? Are we not all paying the price for economic mismanagement? Are we not all paying the price for insecurity? The barbarians and the custodians are paying it. Somebody sent me a message, Stephen me said, Barbarians prefer to eat from the crumbs that are left over. Yes, even if the Barbarians are e- e- eating from the crumbs of their masters, inflation too is eating with them in the same pots. It will get to a point, inflation will eat anything that the Barbarians have left on their plates. If you think I'm lying, go and read Le Miserable. Poverty became so rife in the land that people had to sell their tooth to be able to buy food. My injunction for you is a societal renewal. And how can we do this on the pedestal of the truth? At some point, we might all have become barbarians. So please don't get me wrong, it's not a bad thing to be a barbarian at a point. But the question is: do you want to remain a barbarian at the gates? Yes. Because of ethnic sentiments, because of filial relationship. You've all become barbarians. And you see, the so-called barbarians today, don't forget they once started up as custodians. <laughs> I can preach one year, nonstop, about barbarians and custodians. Most of the so-called barbarians today, at some points, they were the custodians of society. So the question is, what turned the, barbar- the custodians into barbarians? That's why you see the prism of the truth should stand tall. I'll take a couple of calls. I know this is a very, very long-lasting message. I, I, I know this is a powerful message and this has this has set a lot of people on fire. Zero seven hundred.